we read, this week we read two parshas, Vayakab Kudeh. But also it's Shah Parshas Tachaydesh. We read uh Shams Mavarch and Mashkadish Nisan. So with Khadish Nisan is coming, we read about Parshas Achaydesh, which talks about the coming uh, the Pesach. Um, usually you may, might have to struggle to connect the parsha of the week with the special parsha, but the, the this week it's it's pretty easy. The talks about it says starts this is how you make Rish Chaydesh he's talking about Rish Chaydesh Nisan and this week in Parshas Pekudeh talks about the Parshas Yaakov Pekudeh talks about the actual building of the Mishkan and that when was the Mishkan put up for the first time in an official capacity was on the first day of Rish Chaydesh Nisan you will, you will put up the Mishkan so we see Shabbos Achedish talks about Rishchedish Nisan. The parsha of the week talks about Rishchedish Nisan. And let's see what what we can what lesson we can take from uh, from these parshas. The um, we Chazal tell us that the Mishkan, the building of the Mishkan, was a kapara for the Chet Egel, for the sin of, of what happened by the Chet Egel. The Mishkan was a kapara, and then we see how it's in the it's, the Mishkan was built right after right after the the Egel occurred. At least the way it's presented in the Torah. What? How is the and the Mishkan, a kapara for the Chetegel. That's one question. The Rashi starts off, the first Rashi in the Torah, in Precious Beratius, tells us that the, the Torah really should have started from the mitzvah of Achedish Hazal Chan Rish Chadashim, because that's the first mitzvah, the first commandment, Siva in the Torah. The, why should the first mitzvah in the Torah be Kedush HaChadash? What's, why, why, how is that? It is the case, but why is that the case? What, what, can, what can we learn from there? And why would the Mishkan have to be built on? How, how, why was the Mishkan built on Rosh Chodesh Nisan? What's the connection? We, we, we know Rash tells us as Parsha Shmini that many great things happen on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. One of them being the Mishkan. What's it, is there a special connection to that point? Why specifically on Rosh Chodesh and why on Rosh Chodesh Nisan? So now let's talk about. Let's start to talk about. What it means? What is Rish Chaydesh? So Rashi tells us in Parshas Chaydesh and Parshas Bay that Hashem says, "Hachaydesh hazel lachem Rish Chadashim." This Chaydesh, this Chaydesh should be for you the first month. And Rashi says, "What's hazel?" The word this. So Rashi says, "Niskashem Moishal Moila Lavana." Moishu was having trouble with the the beginning of the new month. It's called the Moila Lavana. How much? Does the month ha, the, does the moon have to be, appear in order to in order for it to be the beginning of the new month? And Hashem showed, it, showed him the etzba with a finger, the moon in the sky, and he said to him, "Kazeh like this, you should see and you should make holy." And the question is, Rashi asks, "How could he have showed him the moon?" Hashem only spoke to Moshe during the day. How is the moon there by day? So Rashi says it was close to the setting of the sun, and he showed it to him with darkness coming. That's what it, was. it was really at the very, very beginning of the night, at the very end of the day. That's when you showed in the moon. That's what Kiddush Hakodesh was. We find. So, so what's what's so what, is, what does that mean? So Rish Chodesh is saying that even when there's just a tiny drop of light, that's the beginning of the new month. And Kazeh, like this, you should see and you should make holy. So we can see that that uh, that Rish Chodesh tells you something about a life in general, and about holiness. That Hashem is saying, And this we said is the first mitzvah in the Torah, that you should see, that even when there's just a tiny drop of light in the darkness, 
This you should see, this you should make holy. Meaning you should see, even in the tiny drop of darkness, that there is a bit of light, in, in tremendous darkness, and a tiny drop of light, that you could take that light and what that light can become. Meaning, what is, how are you going to make things holy? That even in the darkness, even in the absence of something, you can see that potential for it to be there. That's how you're going to be successful with mitzvahs. That's how you're going to be successful in life. See this little bit of light in the darkness. In fact, the creation of the world, we, we said in the very beginning, precious, gracious, we know Hashem created the world. He created something from nothing. That means Hashem also created a world where there was nothing before. And not only that, the world was created. The Ramban tells us the way the Bria happened. Hashem created a, a bit of matter. It says in Greek, it's called yuli, a bit of matter for the shemayim, for the heavens, and a bit of matter for the, for the earth, for the earth. And from there, he took that matter and he grew, grew it and grew it and grew it, and he, and he created all that there is in the universe. See, even in the creation of the world itself, it starts off as a speck, and it becomes something that much greater. So we see in creation, in creation, is also in the same way. You have to see how do you create something. How does a person create something? A person's creative. Something is not here. And he's able to see that even though something's not here, he sees the potential for there to be something here. So in the absence of something, you see that there can be something. That's creation. That's what, that's, that's what creative people in this world are as well. So, and that's how the world was created. And that's how holiness also works. You see in the absence, in the darkness, you see there's a little bit of light, there's a little potential for you to accomplish something. And you seize that, that's kazer eva kadesh, that you should see and you should make holy. So we can understand why the first mitzvah in the Torah would be Rosh Chodesh, because Rosh Chodesh is that lesson. Rosh Chodesh tells you, it's just a tiny drop, but it's the beginning of the new month, and from the beginning of the new month will come out the full moon, will come out the whole, all the holiness that can be, all the light that can be. And, that, and that's, that's a person's job in this realm. What was the Chet Ego? Right? So we've answered perhaps why Rosh Chodesh should be the first mitzvah. We can understand a little bit. We still haven't explained what, is, what does the Mishkan have to do with the Ego, and what does the Ego have to do, and what does Rosh Chodesh have to do with the Mishkan? So let's talk about the Egal a second. The Egal, if we look back at the Egal, what happened? The Pasuk says, in Pasuk Sisa, that the people saw that Moshe was late. He should have been come down. He was 40 days, up, 40 days on the mountain. He didn't come down. And Shemaim he was, and he didn't come down. So, 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 and they got nervous. And Rashi says that, uh, I read the words of Rashi, he says that, they said, Kizem, Pasuk says, Kizem Moshe ish, Moshe was not here. And so they said, Commend the Mus Moisha Hashem's. Commend the Mus Moisha, the. I'm sorry, I'm reading from the wrong Rashi, I apologize. It says that, He confused the world. And he showed a, 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 a picture of darkness and nothingness to say that. And everyone's, oh, it's so dark, there's nothing wrong. Of course, Moisha died. So we see what happened by the Chet Egal. By the Chet Egal, just the opposite occurred. But in Rosh we said, you're supposed to see the speck of light and realize that that can become the full moon. What happened by Moshe Rabbeinu was late and they saw darkness and thought all was lost. They gave up hope. So the Chet Egal, I'm not giving the defining of the Chet Egal exactly what it was, but the Chet Egal, they took the opposite approach that you're supposed to take to holiness, which is that even though there's just a tiny drop, you can make it that much greater. They saw nothing and they gave up. That was the Chet Egal. They saw in the nothing, in the absence, in the absence of things, they saw no hope and no potential for there to be anything. That would be the Chet Egel. So how, how, why would the Mishkan be a kapara for Chet Egel? Let's just remember one point about the Mishkan. We spoke about how when Moshe, when in Precious Truma, Moshe speaks about building the kale and the vessels of the Mishkan first. The aren't places where the Shekhinah is shayra on the on Aron HaKadosh. When, when Betzal built it, he first built the house. He put up the crushim and the, the cover and the roof. And then afterwards, he, he, he built the kale. And as he said, that Moshe Rabbeinu, 
course, you can't build a, you can't build kalim out of no place to put them. You have to first build a house, and then you and then you'll put the things inside. But we can see something from there, an interesting lesson. What did Betzal do? Betzal said you have to build the house first. He built the house. The house was empty. There was nothing inside. And he's saying you have to build a house and recognize that in an empty house you can bring the holy kalim and you can bring the kalim which are going to bring the shchinah. In the same way, the Mishkan is about how we're going to bring hashras hashchinah to this world. You're going to bring Ashras Hashkin into this world, even in the absence of any Kedusha, you can still bring the Kedusha there. You, the house is empty, and you're going to bring the Kalim in. The house is empty, there's no Kedusha there yet, but you're going to make it holy. So we see, the, by the Chet Egal, they made the mistake, they saw nothing, and they said it's going to be nothing, it's going to stay nothing. So the Kapar of the Chet Egal was build a Mishkan that shows you that even when there's not something there before, you can make it holy. You can bring, you can bring into the nothingness the holiness. You can create something from nothing that's there. In many ways, the Mishkan is an analogy to the creation of the world. Also, we've seen different Farshim talk about that because it's the same thing, same idea. Just like the world was making nothing from something, the Mishkan is bringing Kedusha into the uh, holiness, into the absence of where it, wasn't bef- where it was not before. So now we can understand why the Mishkan was perhaps a Kapar of the Chetegel. So we asked, we asked how, what is the... What does the Mishkan have to do with Chet Egel? We said because the Mishkan represents bringing Kedushim where there wasn't Kedusha before, and the Egel was the, not seeing a potential for Kedushim. In the absence of Kedusha, they thought that's what's going to stay that way. And Rosh Chaydesh, Rosh Chaydesh, now we ask, how come the Mishkan was built on Rosh Chaydesh? Why the Mishkan be built on Rosh Chaydesh? Now we understand very nicely why the Mishkan should be built on Rosh Chaydesh and become and Rosh Chaydesh, because Rosh Chaydesh celebrates and, or stresses this point that even when there's just a tiny, when there's just a speck of light, you could take that, or even no light at all. Harayim Hashech, showed them on the darkness. You could take that darkness. You can make a zera eva kadesh. You can make holy. You could, and and, and more so Rish Chaydesh Nisan, because Rish Chaydesh Nisan is a Chaydesh Zelachem Rish Chadashim, which we read in Parshas Chaydesh. It's the it's the month of 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 Geula, the month of redemption. I mean, what? Even when we're in the depths and the darkness of Golis, if you recognize that you can come out. That's what Rosh Chodesh is about. Even in the darkness, you can see that things can become holy. Even in the darkness, even in the Shibut of Galas, you recognize you can go out and you can be free. And it's not only true of, of, of our national Galas, which was at the time of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, and even, this, in the, even in those Tars that affect the whole cloud, but every person has to recognize both in the, uh, the, how much potential they have, even when they may think they don't see that potential. They need to see in that nothingness, which we may sometimes feel about ourselves, that there's really so much tremendous potential that we can make holy. But certainly in the problems that we're having, even in that darkness, a person should see that there's a potential for light. And so, so, so this week's parashat is, is a tremendous chizuk for everyone to recognize that no matter how dark it becomes, at the beginning of the month it's always dark. And if you see it, look into the darkness and see that potential for light and make it holy and you could bring yourself a, uh, bring yourself a redemption, bring Kali Yisrael a redemption and bring yourself to tremendous success in every way. Amen.